0: Hello adventurers, and welcome to Failed Quest, a fortnightly gaming podcast where we talk about all things, surprisingly, games. Uh, hello Kyle, hello Mark, hello myself, Brendan, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't know how else well to do that. When
1: you said hello there, I was just like, do we have another member? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, the the third hello through you. So, guys, crazy, crazy two weeks it's been since the first episode went up, um, I kind of thought we were dumb for starting a podcast, if I'm being honest. One, because we couldn't find a name, and that was a (laughs) mammoth task, for one. A little inside baseball there for people. Um, So it turns out, lots of people have podcasts. Anyway, all the good shit's taken. But I thought, leading into Christmas, I was like, it's going to be very quiet. There's not going to be any news. It's going to be a very kind of lull kind of time of year. But surprisingly it's not. There's been so many things happen in the last two weeks, like a certain trailer dropped, which we'll get into shortly. There was uh, Jeff Keeley's Game Awards where he... We'll, we'll get into that as well. I had to think then for a second. So, um, And then there's a couple of other things we kind of want to touch on as well. So Stacked Week, big episode. How'd you guys find the last two weeks? How's a... Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty full on, eh? Like a lot... As you say, a lot of shit happening, uh, which is great. Like it's good we've got some sort of releases coming out because um, it was looking pretty, pretty quiet um, going into sort of the start of the next year. So there's obviously a few games out and stuff, but um, it's good to see that there's um, a few more things further on the horizon and a little bit uh, sooner than we thought too. So
2: I love, I love when stuff like this does come to fruition because uh like you just said sometimes it does feel like you're in a bit of a lull you know you're you're playing the same games you're doing the same thing over and over again but then much like we will obviously get into later on it's so nice knowing that there's so much on the horizon that like it feels fucking good to be a gamer you're like you know what like yeah i've got my staples i've got my games that i can always rely on to but it's so awesome having stuff to look forward to and really get like anticipated and excited for that it's just like let's fucking go it's a good time like It's, it's, it's Christmas time, but it's also Christmas time for gamers everywhere.
0: Oh. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm kind of mixed on that because anytime I see like a new game get announced or any kind of thing like that, I'm always like, damn, i got to stay alive for however long until that comes out. Like, I don't know why the older I get, that's, that's where my mind goes to is like, have I got another three years in me? Okay. Hopefully I do.
2: Um, I'm I'm just excited for like, you know. (laughs) going into a retirement home and we're all just setting up in, you oh, know, The land parties, yeah. And, just, <laughs> and we're just playing games we couldn't do when we were like, you know, in our 20s and our 30s because we were just so busy with working commitments that my retirement plan is like, I hope my I hope my son puts me in a home and I've just got a sweet, like, what, fiber to the premises? Like, let's go. That's what I'm excited yeah. for.
0: You're just making the most out <laughs> of that old. retirement plan.
2: Oh, I'll this just be like, Old
1: school CRTV. i
2: would just be like, boys, we're playing Counter-Strike until... 5.30pm.
0: I'm just hoping they have, like, if, if a 4090 exists now, can't wait to see what graphics cards are out when I'm fucking that age. All as right, As
2: long as it plays Counter-Strike Source, that's yeah. fine. That's <laughs>
0: fine. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get to it ahead, if you like this podcast, uh, all the socials are down below. We have a Discord, so if you want to chat with us, like, throughout the week, you can do that. We have a Discord for that. That'll all be down on all our socials and everything else in between. Please do follow the... Podcast, wherever you get your podcast because it's on all the platforms. Thought I'd get that little ad read shit out, out of the way. Um, and if it didn't work very well, uh, uh, producer Daniel will cut it out.
2: 16 times the detail.
0: Mission failed. We'll get them next time. And you failed.
1: So you get nothing. You lose Good
0: day, sir! All right. So, okay. So we've covered how the last two weeks were. We were excited for things. There was bad stuff that happened, good things that happened. But one thing I would take on the good side of things is GTA 6. That trailer just dropped. Holy shit. What What is your, your guys' thoughts? I'll, I'll let you guys go, go first. Um, pick amongst yourselves. Who's going first?
2: I, I, I get really excited because we live in obviously Australia, if you can't tell by our thick Australian accents, but I love waking up and checking my phone. Cause we, we all guilty. of We all wake up in the mornings. The first thing is we do is we, we're not turning off that alarm. We're looking at all the notifications on our phone. Like it, it's true. It's, it's world we live in. It's 2023. Let's, let's go. But I get excited being able to wake up and be like, this is some unusual activity. This is different. This is something that we normally, like this isn't the same like spam junk emails that I get every morning. And I love waking up in that half kind of like delirious, like state being like, oh shit, I've got work in like half an hour. But what's this? And you look at it and you're, and you're trying to focus and you're trying to take in everything. But then you see something like fucking GTA 6 in the, like, in the actual announcement itself. And you're trying to take in all the information. You're getting so hyped about it. And then you end up watching, like, the, the trailer, like, what, like, three or four or five, even six times. Just keep it. Times Just because you're like, am, am I dreaming? Is is this true? Is, is this actually happening? And when it's a title like GTA Six, like, there, there's been rumors of it for so long that it's so awesome to see something so actual legitimate actually come out of the woodwork that you can actually absorb with your own delirious morning eyes that you can just be like, fuck yeah, this this is true, this is happening, let's fucking go.
0: I'm actually glad- Oh, sorry. I was just going to say on on on. that, Kyle. I'm actually glad you said that, because I was so getting sick and tired of all those, like, stupid YouTube channels where, like, all all their thing is is talking absolute fucking nonsense about, like, you know, GTA 6 rumors where it's like, if you look here, Michael's pants has uh, six mustard stains on it. That's a signal to GTA 6. And if you look over there, he was standing behind a sign that said a seven. So that means the trailer's coming out in July. And it's just like such fucking nonsense. And the worst part is those videos do well. That's the worst part because people are do. so hungry for this that they're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll watch something where it's like some fucking nonsense. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm glad that it's finally out there. And now we get to have people just analyzing the trailer over and over and over. Sorry, Mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was, I was going to say, yeah, I agree with you. Like, um, obviously, the hype is, is pretty big. Um, it's obviously a huge game. Um, you know, the GTA V is obviously still going absolutely mental at the moment. But it's nice to see that there's actually some sort of, like, solid something that you can actually go well this is actually coming out now right like it's it's, it's been like, confirmed I'm not a gta yeah. guy but it's actually there it's it's tangible you know what i mean like it's in mm. progress
2: especially like it's crazy to think that gda 5 came out in 2013 and it's now 2023 crazy. i remember playing it on my fucking ps3 mm and then what we've had the ps4 during that time we've had the ps5 during that time and that's not including your xbox consoles and every everything else that has also been made of like you can play it on your pc you can i don't know if you can play it on your switch i sure hope people don't but like the the longevity of that game is so insane that GTA Six is ready to take the fucking award by absolute storm. I reckon.
0: Well, it's it's funny you say that, Carl, because you're right. Like 2013 is a long while ago, and graphics have changed so much. Like when I saw the trailer, I was actually kind of shocked at how well it looked. And then, I, like, because for some reason in my mind, I just completely forget that Rockstar also do Red Dead. So Red like Dead, Red yeah. Dead Twenty, uh, um, Red Dead Two came out back in 2018. I think. What I think so. I think 2018. Yep. And just how good that game still looks. Cause I replayed it recently. I was like, man, this looks immaculate. And then just kind of seeing that kind of graphical powerhouse kind of in this trailer as well. Cause like even that twerking lady on the car just <laughs> it lives rent free in my brain because it's like, oh, oh, I was like, trickles. man, that looks so, so <laughs> realistic. Um, it's also just nice to go back to Vice City, even though it's like based on Florida and there was a lot of like Florida references in that trailer. And like, it just—it just kind of blew my mind because I was like, "It, it—I've only been to Florida twice. I, I you know, so no disrespect to anyone from Florida. It really is the South's trash can in some ways, and um, it's, it's um, sorry for anyone living in Florida who, who might listen to this. Um no, they you, fucking I think know, they
2: know. Right. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. there they, you they go. Now they—they they wear it as a badge of honor, like, yeah, we're crazy. Yeah. Um, two times it's like I
1: being from Tasmania, right? <laughs>
0: The thing is, like, yeah,
1: I we we just have sex with our sisters. That's just what happens.
2: Like, we just do it. It's fine. Like, move <laughs> on.
0: Like, um, yeah, no, I I uh, I left Florida t- both times, feeling like I accomplished something just by surviving. So I think they captured the essence of that place very well. Um, how I do you guys
2: it on the teaser? Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel about the dual protagonist? Because I think that's a really cool approach. Given like they've done the three protagonists in the, in the last one and. Yeah, I just think the whole, like, Bonnie and Clyde kind of style in a modern setting is really cool, and I don't know, I'm know i interested to see how that dynamic plays out and how they're going to tackle it in this game. But So what are your guys' thoughts?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather see just, like, I like the dynamic for sure. Like, I like the idea of having two main characters that kind of work together through the story. But I, I don't know. I think I would rather... Just having a main protagonist, like just having it focused on the um the female protagonist, whoever you know the the obviously Lucia, the, focus of yeah. the, the trailer, yeah, so I'd rather it just be about her to be honest like um i i I don't think that you need to have that extra sort of point of view, I guess, unless it was something interesting like i uh, I don't know like there's obviously some conspiracies going around that like um that 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 she's actually like or that sorry that he's an undercover cop and all this ooh, sort of stuff oh that would be cool but if that's yeah, the case yeah yeah so like like those sorts of things are really cool if you kind of get to play both sides uh, he's like doing the undercover missions and things like that to still you know like that would be awesome i think it'd be really really cool and then sort of have the end side what you're going to do um, I, remember,
2: I remember doing it on gda 5 with the the three dudes um, and at first I thought it was fucking cool. I thought it was amazing to play out the story from three different perspectives that were all kind of like linear with each other. Um, but to me, it kind of just got annoying in the end. Like I just kind of yeah. wanted to focus on like Trevor or Michael or, um, God, I can't even remember the other dudes. It's Franklin. The other Franklin. Yeah, Franklin. <laughs> it's um, funny. That's I, the
0: I, one I, you forgot.
2: <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to say that. I knew that. Um but it's funny because like I I kind of wanted to focus on one of them like directly. And yep. there were so many times where you would start doing the different missions and you would be like, okay, I'm going to get a whole bunch of Trevor shit done. But then you're like, oh, okay, I now need to go back and do like Michael. And the next thing you know, you're, you're Michael and you just, you caught your, your missus doing some weird yoga with her yoga instructor. And I was just like, okay, this is a bit of a, a buzzkill because when I was just playing Franklin, I was doing some wicked like hood stuff and shooting up and like driving and going like crazy. And now I'm doing some like suburban dad things like I can do that in real life. I don't need to do that in GTA 5.
0: So you guys kind of aren't massive fans of the split focus. You kind of prefer it to be a, we're locked in as- I
2: I would, I would reserve my judgment until the actual gameplay is a little bit more uh, announced um because like even even yourself when we're talking about this video everyone's a lot of people are saying it was like a trailer but to me it was more just like a teaser like yeah it's confirming they were talking about like how good the graphics are and the graphics look fucking sick like no word of a lie it looks amazing but there was no actual like gameplay that we're aware of it was all cinematic stuff yeah And to me, I think that is more of an actual teaser of the game. And following that, I reckon, well, I reckon maybe three, six months time, we'll probably get an actual like gameplay trailer, which will probably be encompassing a little bit of actual cinematics and gameplay combined so that we get a real taste of what's to come. And then until that video is released, uh, I think I'll reserve my judgment on the actual gameplay of that until that comes out.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a really smart way of, because, I mean, to be fair, like, at, on our channel, Internet Reviews Live, we always kind of say, like, we don't make any snap judgments about a game until we physically have it in our hands and we've played it and, you know, we've finished. Like, to be honest, like, with our reviews, we always say, like, no, you have to completely finish the game, even if it's thingy, it doesn't matter, because you can't really just play, like, 15 minutes and go, yeah, I've I've got the gist. It's like, no, like... You're gonna do, if you're gonna do a review, don't half ass it. But um
2: it's, it's not puppet master, that's for sure.
0: Th- that's it. Um I look, I don't mind the split um like protagonist thing where it's like two of them. I think that'll be an interesting dynamic. Like, especially the relationship elements of it, because obviously they're in a relationship, given from what you gather from the the trailer. Um I'm actually gonna go out on a limb and I, I want this kind of saved. I reckon it's Troy Baker, because he only has one line in the thing. When Lucia's on top of him and he goes, like she says, trust, and he goes, trust. It sounds so much like the timbre and cadence of um Troy Baker from like right. it's 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 sounding like Joel. Like and I've rewatched and rewatched, and I'm like, trust. You know, it sounds like when he's saying to Ellie the you're skiing a mighty thin ass, Ellie. Like that same kind of yeah. so and also because Troy Baker's kind of been missing in action on a on a lot of things lately. Like he's um on Alan yeah. Pierce's podcast and Granted, any time he's done other work, he's you know kind of been in and out. But he's been consistently gone for like a while, and there doesn't seem to be any bad blood or anything. So full conspiracy theorist hat on. From when Roger Clark did like Red Dead Redemption two, he was saying it was a very kind of full on process of you know mocap and forms capture and everything. So you yeah, think
2: Naughty, like- you, think, you think Naughty Dog will let him lend his voice to Rockstar? <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's 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 been doing all sorts of work with many different studios. I don't see any reason why he can't do it. And look, if for some reason it's not, I I'm almost convinced it is because he's just been too silent and too missing for too long for it to not be a he's working on a big project. Um, and again, they don't like people to say these things until it's kind of confirmed. And like Rockstar has said, like, oh, so i I'm, I'm convinced it is him. And if not, if Rock, if a uh, naughty dog ever needs someone to do Joel and anything, God forbid, happens to Troy Baker, they can get the guy who's who's doing this because he sounds so much fucking like him. I'm convinced, 100 percent convinced. How did you guys feel about? Or well, sorry, Mark, did I cut you off from something? No, because you already said. Can't remember. It's fine. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I was trying to say you you did answer what what you thought about the dual role thing. I did, yeah.
1: Okay. I was gonna add something, but I can't remember.
0: All right, sorry. Uh, apologies. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on? Because it's 2025, so it's not coming next year, it's coming the year after, that kind of blows. But what do you feel about it saying where it was just on PlayStation and Xbox? That's what the press release said, and what didn't say anything about PC.
1: Oh, I, I feel perfectly fine about it, because I have a PlayStation, so how do you feel about it?
0: Um, look, as part of the PC Master Race, when these things happen, you know, we have to kind of remind ourselves we get everything else first. So. You know, sometimes you do have That's to just awesome. take the, you know. the losses. Yeah, man. What, what do you think early access is?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> what about God of War? You didn't get God of War until... But we will, whatever. when they decide to port
0: it. No, yeah. no, no, no,
1: like the original the 2018 God of War. Yeah, we, we got it. Spider-Man. We Eventually. got it.
0: Yeah. Well, and PlayStation is silly. making more of a conservative effort for us now. They no longer treat us wow. like the redheaded stepchild, so... And obviously, <laughs> Xbox, anything on Xbox is uh, on thing anyway, so you know
1: oh, but I thought you were the master race
0: oh, yeah no so that's why PlayStation's finally loosened up a little bit they've they've you know they've let go of their grip a little um jesus they realized there's a very a market for people who have a lot of disposable income in uh PCs so you know they've decided hey it's maybe a market we should get into especially after they've <laughs> wasted so much money on their fucking live service attempts coming up so a lot of which they've cancelled so you know they probably need the money so <laughs> But yes, Kyle, what's what's your thoughts? Mark said he he doesn't give two shits because he's he's sitting pretty over there. So what about you?
2: Oh uh, well, I got both, so I'm fine. But, okay, uh, but also, uh, I think it's just going to be, um, what's the words? What what am I trying to say? Uh, it's going to be like scaled around like Xbox, PS5 for the release. Um, I think in terms of the the demands that the game will require just looking from the teaser itself. Um, I don't think it's PC ready yet. Um, like I looked at it and I, I think one of the first messages I sent to one of my my friends was like, I'm so glad I got a PS5 because like my PS my my PC's good, but I don't think it's fucking GTA 6 good. Um, and I just don't think it is uh just tuned, ready for a PC, unless you're one of those forty ninety kind of PC dudes. Um, and if you're a forty ninety PC dudes, I don't know how you got that disposable income because holy fuck, like that GTA what GTA six is going to be easily like a hundred twenty dollar fucking game. That on top of the the requirements that I reckon the PC is going to be asking for. It.
1: You're just laughing about, you're just talking about being the PC master ace and then your PC crashes.
0: <laughs> it wasn't my PC, it was my internet, thank you very much. That's got nothing to do with that, so fuck you. Was was, amazing. All right, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll start it back up. Carl, sorry, what was the, the last point you were making before we rudely got dropped off by the internet?
2: And also, like I've said before, this is all just teaser information. We don't know if it is also going to come out in the next six months being like, yep, we're also ready. We've got a PC release date.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things you, you're, you're spot on. It may just be at the moment they 100%. know confidently that the console version's more on its way. Um, they they have done it with GTA V and um, Red Dead Redemption 2 in the past where they did delay the PC thing, I think.
2: Yeah, it's, it took a long time for Red Dead to make it to PC.
0: 2025 looks to be the release date for GTA V. That's a bit sad because it's a fair way out, but you know, we'd rather it be ready than, than not ready.
2: That just gives you plenty of time to book leave, right?
0: That's oh, yeah. it. Oh, do you, do you remember how many times? But like they said that with like when GTA 5 launched, that like it cost the US like so much money because like pe- everyone called in sick on mass, and it's just like,
1: oh, real? That's sick. Yeah, but yeah. It's the
2: same, it's the same when uh, all the World
1: expansions
2: and stuff come out. Like, yeah, I, I get it.
1: Fuck yeah.
0: Okay. All right. right. The next part was the game awards. So right after the the, uh, oh, the uh, GTA Six trailer happened, sorry, I'm th- so thrown off by the internet dropping out, and now I'm all like, because I feel like we had a good rhythm going for for podcasting. Now it's all kind of like falling apart. So the game awards. Let's talk about something falling apart. The game awards. Um, Jeff Keighley's annual suck up to Kojima. Um,
2: whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. Sorry,
0: no. You get, suck you up get, to the Muppets.
2: You get Jordan Pill on stage, and they're talking about a fucking a game that's going to take everything to the next fucking level. They, they can have as much time as they want, baby, I'm all, I'm, I'm all
0: about that, oh yeah. Get your slut bangs out of my face with that shit. <laughs> it's extremely disrespectful to the people who actually worked hard and won the awards. To to you know be told you can only have thirty seconds to speak because that was the the um, briefing they were given beforehand was apparently they're only got thirty seconds before some yeah. musical start playing them off um, that that kind of sucks to you know win game of the year for example so like Baldur's Gate three win game of the year and you know you see Kojima and a bunch of other celebrities come up and just chew up screen time and then chucking all the ads and everything else. There was a whole bunch of categories that were just, like, read off-screen. Well, not off-screen, but, like, off-stage where, like, they just rattled them off. Like, hey, this person wins this, this person wins this, this person wins this. Anyway, here's another trailer. Like, what was... Okay, but before we get too in the weeds, what was your guys' thoughts of the Game Awards? What What did you guys think?
1: Well, like, in general, I think... I, I, I think it was... I don't know. I I'm a bit torn. I think... I think it suffers a bit of a crisis of personality. Like, it's trying to be this thing and then also this thing as well, right? Like, it's trying to be this spot where you, you're you giving out awards to all these people in the industry for incredible games that they've released. It's, like, supported by the community. It's voted on by the community, all those sorts of things. That's great. But then you also have this other part of it, which is all these uh, exclusives and releases and... Um, like new games coming and like people like hideo kojima like things like that so there's quite a lot going on which is fine but getting that balance right is a bit of the issue so i think last year's one they had like obviously um christopher judge made the joke at, at the start where he made like an eight minute buddy Page, <laughs> like except accepted except the speech, speech or, or whatever yeah and then i know they've cut it down to 30 seconds right so it's like it's a bit of this like ebb and flow situation is like it like i'm sure that if they got it to you know a couple of minutes or whatever like in the middle where you can where people from the industry can actually get there and talk about whatever whatever's happening in the industry and you know all those sorts of things that some people will just sit back and just go this is fucking boring like why am i watching this it's you know like like what's the point where's all the trailers but
2: there's so that sorry to cut you off there but that's exactly like my point and how i feel about it i felt that and i'll obviously i'll play devil's advocate here but i feel like we live in a world now where we consistently absorb so much quick information like we can just look at shit like you know youtube shorts, instagram reels tiktok videos and it's just a consistent intake of information and you know like I'm sure we've all been guilty of it. We'll watch like a a short video on one of these social media platforms. We're like, oh my God, it goes for three minutes. I'm not watching that. And you scroll on to the next thing and you absorb that next information. And then being able to watch the, the, um, the game awards themselves. And it was just a continuous flow of like new, new games, new games, new, this guy won this award, this people. This team won this award. First fucking good, And then like next to you know, there's some dude playing fucking violin who's like, sick. And then it goes on to the next thing. And it's like, oh my God, this new trailer is just announced because this game's coming out. And then I'm looking at it. Like I was working at the same time and I was watching the video and I was like, yeah, that's sick. That's awesome. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. oh I need to make a note of that. Cause I do I want to follow up later, but then more information yeah. kept on throwing onto me. And then if somebody goes up there in 2023 and thinks that they're going to be able to do a speech that goes for eight minutes Why they won Best Art Direction. To them, yes, amazing. Congratulations, you've won. The community's spoken. Here's your award. Wear it fucking, wear it proud. But everybody else that doesn't give a fuck, they're going to be looking at this video being like, oh, I'm so, I'm so glad that they're thanking the person who got them coffee in the mornings because it's a, it's, it's a Monday can't, can't operate without coffee. Thanks Billy for getting us coffee in the mornings. Like no one gives a fuck. You know (laughs) what I give a fuck about them? People getting the award, me going, yeah, that's sick. Congratulations. That's amazing. And then them going, now, here's the new Jurassic Park game. And I'm like, oh my god, Jurassic Park? This this is the best time to be alive. I'm a fucking gamer and I love all this shit. I don't care for these people to be like, oh, my sister had a real rough year and this, this award goes out to her. Like, I'm sorry, I might sound like a jerk, but I don't give a fuck. Honestly, well, I don't give a fuck.
0: Look, I'll play Devil's Advocate because...
1: We're all playing devil's advocate. Yeah, apparently. exactly. We're we're all kind of defending <laughs> yeah. and
0: picking apart. And the thing is, <laughs> yeah, I think I think the game awards is one of those things. Anything on the internet, people and not everyone's going to like or think the same thing. Uh, your, your your idea of like the ideal game awards and my idea of it, and vice versa, is all going to be different. And I agree, I agree with you. I'm personally one of those people, I don't mind long form content. I know the world is going towards like, you know, 10 second shit and you know, like just imprinted in my brain. I, I, I don't need to retain information. I don't need to fucking pay attention. It's fine. Just fucking put it in there. I get the world's yeah, going baby. that way, but it's, it's one of those things like it's a pacing issue is really what it is. Like I understand why the trailers and all the reveals are there. It has to be there because it funds the game awards. So that stuff is fine. You can have all that. But when you're literally giving someone 30 seconds to accept an award and you're not even letting all the nominees do that, all the others are accepting it fucking behind the scenes where it's just like, oh, yeah, my game won. Cool. Okay. And you're right. Some speeches like Christopher Judge, the other thing was way too long. But There is a nice in-between point between eight minutes and 30 seconds. They need to find that sweet spot. Because, yeah, you don't want someone like Christopher Judge, you know, rambling on for eight minutes where he even forgets to thank his wife despite the fact, like, he did an eight-minute speech and he still managed to forget her. Like, that is pretty fucking funny. Um, but, th- yeah, there has to be that nice but, in-between Why do point. you need to thank your wife if you've won an award for
2: <laughs> something that for the you've support. done in a computer game?
1: <laughs>
2: Fuck, suck my dick support. Fucking hell. Are you kidding? But,
0: like, look, I mean... And I know people like people who don't really understand how the game awards work were saying like, oh, this these people won this. Oh, I didn't want them to win that. Jeff's a fucking sellout. Jeff has nothing to do with any of that. It's literally a committee of they have it on their website. So like these are people who just clearly can't read. Probably the ones who like short form content, like 10 seconds, like you like you're saying, Kyle. Where if they go on the website, it says who the committee is. Like all Jeff really has a say in is what trailers get shown and the the organizational side of it we're going like cool okay we're then going to have this dance segment and then we're going to have this and then Simu comes on and talks about his banged up leg like 30 seconds I'm sorry is just extremely disrespectful they should at least give him a few minutes at most like two and a half minutes is more than enough to be able to say all you need to say Because like no, that also
2: then extends the actual entirety of the show. But that's another point I was
0: going to make: is the way it was kind of run, with even the fucking trailers were just shown back to back to back to back to back. back. It's too much to to think. I was watching it whilst I was working, and I was like, I couldn't retain it all because it was so much so quickly, and because you're not
2: used to that short incoming content, like myself am. And I was just, I was just like, I asked I you a few times what was, what was that? Like, and you I was, go like,
0: oh, I, was I like wasn't a paying dog attention. Drinking water. I was like a dog drinking water, baby. I was lapping that up. But the point I was making was it, it gives off the impression of like, guys, we have to wrap this up, you know, by, by three, because my mum's gonna be here to pick me up. Like it all like, you know, we, we've only rented the, the, the auditorium for like two hours, okay? If we go over that, I, I lose my deposit. Like, it it seems cheap. It's like, I wouldn't mind, or, or even if they did something where it's like, hey, look, the Game Awards is going to be broken up into two parts. Here is the trailers section at the very start where we just show trailers and we talk about it, and then here's the awards part. So people can then choose, like, there's, there's got to be something in the the way they do it where it's like... Oh.
2: It, was, it was It was already broken up over the week. Like, some of the awards... Like uh esports, uh uh all the esports award content creators and stuff, they were all announced during the week, like even before like the main show. Like like I don't want to compare it to something as uh so niche like the uh the Brown lows in Australia for the <laughs> AFL. But like what? That's like a ten a hour event where they go through every single round and then they're like round three richmond versus essendon two points billy bob three points billy franklin
0: and then it's yeah no like i get that but in the same tokens like it it, it's one of those things like this is the only moment these people behind the scenes get to being okay less so for the performance side of it but you know art direction, um, score and music, audio design. Like, these are the first time that these people get to go like, hey, I'm getting recognized for my work. Like, to be told either, one, we're not even going to have you come up. It's literally just going to be, we're going to rattle it off in the corner here. And then the other ones, it's like, yeah, you get 30 seconds. Like, even if they cut everyone else off at 30 seconds, i like, game of the year, at least have their moment. To, it's the end of the fucking show. Like, you mean tell me they can't be like, hey, you guys get a minute 30 this time. Just, just be quick. Like,
1: yeah, see, like, like I definitely had, like, um, the same sort of issues that both of you guys are talking about. Um, like, I, I definitely think that the developers and things like that can get more time, but then I'm also conscious of that it was already a three-and-a-half-hour event with all of these trailers and everything. Like, Like, how much fucking longer are we going to make this thing? But then at the same time, did we need to have... Anthony Fortnite mackie Fortnite trailers. standing. do we need anthony mackie standing up there telling people to shut up for 10 minutes do we need hideo kojima and um uh, jordan peele Peel, like literally just like jerking each other off on stage saying like how good the other person is for 10 minutes like same with um what is it simu is it simu, simu leo or, yeah see yeah same, same with him uh, Matthew McConaughey was the, literally the only yeah. one where I was just like,
0: I was going to say the same thing. He, he, came, he up, came on, he was great.
1: It. He was like, he wasn't like trying to like cater to like the nerds in the crowd. Like he was just like, he was talking like direct, like, he was just like, Hey, like I was part of this movie that you all know about, like made, made a couple of cracks and stuff. And then it was just like, here, like check out this trailer. And I was just like, Oh, sweet. That was awesome.
0: And I just say though well, like, I did find it funny the trailer that he showed didn't have anything with him in it.
1: Anything with him in it. <laughs> so it's all the like... footage
0: they used was not him, which I loved. That yeah. was funny.
1: This is just a space-time, uh, space-time game, and I was in a space-time movie. So, you know, we'll just uh, we'll chuck it all together.
0: No, he actually um, is in the game, but he just wasn't showcased in yeah, the game. I just, wasn't just thought in that was it. funny. Yeah. Sorry.
1: But um yeah, like like Matt Mercer did um was up there as well which is awesome you know like there there were definitely some people there from the industry that were there doing acceptance speeches and things like that but then you also had like fucking gonzo like what the fuck was he doing there i do not understand you know, like, jeff Keighley's like, obsession
0: that, with the muppets i really do not get it
1: i i didn't get i was like sitting there the whole time i was just like what what's happening what why is this going on like th- this segment was 5 minutes say right and then you have these people that are having 30 second acceptance speeches, like, couldn't you just cut that out and then give the people an extra fucking 30 seconds. So they have a minute to, you know, to accept all their awards.
0: The we the, the funniest part for me is like, w- cause the game awards, if you follow them on Twitter, they'll um announce like who's presenting certain mm-hmm. things. And when they did the Gonzo one, I, I had to say something. So I was like, man, it's so good to see Gonzo's like recovered from his, meth addiction and is actually presenting award at the game awards. That just goes to show anything is possible if you believe hard enough. And like I was just because it just seems so fucking out of place and so weird. It's just like random. But then again if there's like, a Muppets game,
1: I would understand. But there's not. It's no, because like,
0: he's done it a few it's also, times. It's also not
2: like our generation. It's yeah. just yeah. <laughs> generation. Yeah. Like it's but <laughs> like to to impose your own generational views upon other generational viewers like it's just like yourselves like we're we're not far from that like that muppets like viewing age i guess yeah but i'm like i'm not i'm not excited to see that shit and, but, then, and then when he came up i was like i do not like he, he made a few jokes and it was all just like so over my head i just and it just didn't absolutely nothing for me and i was just like okay well that just happened i'm glad, I'm glad yeah. that happened Cool. No,
0: but
1: see, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Gonzo and the chicken, whatever the fuck. That this means. is the it's thing, like, though. Yeah,
2: I'd like. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hilarious! Well, I'm slapping my th- fucking fucking thighs so hard, I need to go lay down. Like,
0: <laughs> no, but see, this is the thing: is like, it's something that Jeff likes. Jeff likes the Muppets for whatever reason. And look, that's fine; he can like that. But this is also then brings into the question now with, like, for example, I wasn't going to to mention this, but EA is officially dead. It's been on like hospice care for like a E3. few years now. E3. What did I say? EA. Oh, sorry. E3. Yeah. Sorry. E3. I was like, fucking um, hell. Did
2: EA go under?
0: Was... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Mis, misreporting fake news. No. Um, E3, um, has officially yeah, announced our, that. That'll
2: be our hook to lure people to listen to the, arts. Uh, to the EA's podcast. EA's dead. Yeah. <laughs> EA's dead. I didn't want to talk about it, but EA's dead. Sorry. It's not in the game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ, um, oh, sorry, no, um, E3, they officially announced that that's done. So there is less and less of these shows kind of happening, it is more or less just Jeff Keighley driving this stuff, and so when he's the one in charge of a lot of these things and kind of sorting out the billing, like, is that too much power for one person? Like, I understand he has no bearing on the votes of this stuff. But as I said before, like he does say like, cool, I've reached out to this company to see if they're willing to debut this game here and this, that and the other. And I'm randomly going to have Gonzo and Elmo and Big Bird and whatever the fuck. Like, it just seems like, like, because I know what I would do if I was Jeff Keighley and I like, I liked what I liked. I'd have a whole bunch of things in the show that people would probably be like, why the fuck has he got a 45 minute sit down with Tom Cruise? Like, that doesn't make a lick of sense. But, you know. I'd, I'd like that, you know, like, be like, just pick his brain, be like, so when you were in The Firm, when you were in Mission Impossible, when you were in, like, you know, all these fucking things, i will just pick his brain. But, like, it's, it's that imposing your own thing onto it. Like, so do you guys think, yeah, like, at this point, Jeff has too much power?
1: Well, like, if he wants to interview famous people, like, from the fucking, from the movie industry, which is, like, literally looks what he's trying to get. He's trying to rub shoulders with... The fucking Avengers is what it looks like. It's like if you want to do that, get a different fucking talk show for it. That's that's not the Game Awards, right? Like, like these people don't belong here. You could have had like, why the fuck was um, what's the name of the guy for Liza P? What's what's his name?
0: Timothy Chalamet.
1: Timothy Chalamet. Why the fuck did he do the Game of the Year acceptance? And he didn't because he wasn't like, Liza was P.
0: <laughs> Sorry, no, um, no. Awesome. Be- why wasn't what? it
1: the Why wasn't it the developer from?
0: The From the previous year,
1: year,
0: which would have been the like, Elden Ring folks, yeah, or even quite, better yet, bring back the kid who did the Bill Clinton thing. That would have been hilarious. That would have been so much more funnier than than. Well, to be fair, they did take a stab at Timothy Chalamet with the whole like using his old uh, YouTube gamer tag thing, where like yeah, he used yeah, to yeah. redo controllers. And I thought that was kind of funny, but like it did seem but really out of place.
1: It. It's just like like for me like. It just feels like, as I said before, this thing has a crisis of conscience where it's he's talking about, oh, like, I love that we can have the game awards appeal to like smaller developers who are doing independent games and things like that. But then you don't let the independent games like accept, accept an award and do a, like have a speech. You just yeah. breeze over them. You know what I mean? It's like it's like he loves to have a little like. A little card or whatever, a little thirty-second clip that says uh, the Game Awards supports independent developers. And it goes developers.
0: to you know, yeah, yeah.
1: But then, he, but then he doesn't actually support independent developers. He support developers. Period. I he, he supports like the people that he wants to, like, like Kojima. that that Alan Wake two dance number. What the fuck? Okay. Was that?
0: To be fair, that was a very pivotal moment in that game. So, like, it was cool. the thing. <laughs> oh no, because the thing is. That they do that. They did go to war the other year when, um, was it Ragnarok or was it? Yeah, it was Ragnarok when that came out. They yeah. got Hosier out to do the thing. So, like, I understand why they did that. That I don't mind. It's game related. But for me, it's like when the whole celebrity push, and I understand, like, Anthony Mackey was in Twisted Metal and, you know, the Fallout sure. TV series people came out and they say, you know, Matthew McConaughey's in that game, which I'm forgetting the name of, but I've got it in Exodus. my notes.
2: Yeah. Exodus. Yeah.
0: Exodus. Yeah. Um, you know so, so so and simi Limu has like a frickin' 2 second bit part in a in a game like
1: mm.
0: i can kind of s- loosely understand that but it's like it's the massive focus on it which is like it's it's almost like he's trying to legitimize it by having the celebrities there when it's like really mm. if you look at the the games industry it makes more money than the movie industry so it's, it, is it a prestige thing to be like, oh, look, Will the, Smith's come the ce- here?
2: The the celebrities like Anthony Mackey, they're the ones who are going to be bringing in the non gamers to look at this yeah. stuff. It's the mm-hmm. exposure. That, that's all it is. Um, awesome. Do I agree with it? Absolutely not. But uh, the three of us, like many of the other viewers, we all live in that gamer world. And if we see Anthony Mackey, come up on our tiktok for you page and we see him being silly being like oh shut up shut up my kid's gonna love that i'm on here with us as the the collective group of gamers we're gonna be like oh god that was so lame but the other people that aren't gamers they're gonna look at that and be like oh i love him he's from captain america the avengers falcon or whatever shit that he's throwing himself on." And they're yeah. they're the ones that are even though it's not aimed at them, we're the minority in that case, and they're the ones that are going to get the exposure and just like you said, like if Will Smith was up there, oh like that a will Smith clip will get millions more views than uh-huh. an everyday random gamer developer that goes up there and says anything
0: yeah. but see that True. True. but see the the trouble with that is is like. It seems very disingenuous, because we've had instances where, like, The Rock has been at Summer Games Fest, and he's, like, promoted his, <laughs> his energy drink, or whatever the fuck he was doing. And, like, that doesn't mean a bunch of Rock fans are gonna start playing games. Like, it's, it's, like, because viewership for the award shows for, like, the Oscars and stuff is actually at an all-time low. Like, the whole, like, oh, cool, you put a bunch of cele- celebrities in a room, people just flock to it, kind of really isn't the case anymore. So it just kind of seems so disjointed. um, And, like, the Kojima thing. Like, I get that Jeff really likes Kojima. But again, that was a case of, like, well, all these other kind of showcases have only got a couple of minutes. Why are you investing so much time into one like developer? Love,
1: like, I love Kojima as well. Like, Metal Gear Solid is probably one of my favorite series that I've ever played, hands down. But he said... Absolutely nothing of substance. The trailer or teaser or whatever that they showed—it
0: was just performance capture. That's all it was.
1: (laughs) Like literally, and they were just saying things, and I was just like, "Cool, like that's awesome." There's literally, it's like, "Oh, like this is this is our new game, OD." I was just like, "Sick, bro!" Like there's absolutely nothing here. It's like what, like cool, like Jordan Peele's like obviously big horror, uh, really big fan of his movies. I think he's great shit, but like. That whole segment did not need to be as long as it needed to be. That didn't need to be there. Period. You know what I mean? Like,
2: my favorite part of it was when uh, Jordan Peele got his like WWE fucking like entrance like fucking <laughs> cut in there, and then like they cut to him and like the 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 stage like went up and he was just like, yeah.
1: Fuck yeah, yeah. You hear like the glass shatter behind him yeah. as he
0: walked in. Yeah. Well, it was sick. I loved it. I was fucking pumped. The weirdest part about that trailer was the, um the performance capture thing. I'm pretty sure that's like one of those situations where you get the former to say a couple of lines. Cause like what they were saying was nonsensical nonsense, but I'm pretty sure that's to use yeah. the thing where it's like, it captures the person's voice in their face enough to be able to then use it in any kind of context. So you can literally write out whatever that you want them to say and it will say it.
1: Yeah. But if you, if you look at it, that, clip very closely you can see like reflections in their eyes yeah and, no i i things like that there's like little there's little like nuggets for the game and you know you yeah, know i i, stuff, I, I get that but very I'm... kojima but you know it's like hiding hiding like pieces of information in absolute nonsense like, but the thing is
0: though like a door the light of the door opening and stuff and whatever else like that, all is you know i, I don't know like again i'm pretty sure that little environment they're in is To do that is to capture,
1: yeah, 100
0: phrases where it's like the yellow, like the yellow dog went down the road, the yellow dog went down the road, and then from that, I've said enough that people can then turn it into follow failed quest podcast, you know, like, yeah. So, I don't know, like, the entire thing, I was like, this just looks like he hasn't figured out what the game is yet, and he's just showing performance capture, like, I don't know it just seemed weird and kind of wasteful, um, yeah, but again, well,
1: I mean, like, like the only good thing that kind of came out. Sorry, I didn't mean no, that. No, no. That came out of that segment was that like, Kojima Studios is now like a two-game studio, which is now that they're working on that game, that's and they're too. also working on Death Stranding too. Yeah. So, which just means that like, that's awesome. Like that 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 they're at that sort of stage, like, that's cool. But that could have been a a very short segment, and kind of moved on from there. You know.
0: So. We've kind of picked apart the way the show runs, and I think we all kind of agree on roughly the same things. The celebrity things, if they're going to be done, please do it well. Um, Don't completely, you know, let the winners talk for 45 minutes because Kyle will lose interest. But, you know, at least don't give them, like, 10 seconds and, like, literally have someone there to, like, kick them the fuck off. Like, so there's a nice... They have to work out the pacing, but... Should we quickly rattle off who won what though? Like in true game awards fashion, just kind of rattle shit off.
2: If you do it quick enough to keep my attention, yeah, let's go for it.
0: Okay. Do you do, do, do you want some um, Subway Surfer b- below Kyle because I can put that on like the call so, like, so you can watch that. I like that.
2: Uh, old like, uh, family guy clips. I can put that like. on the thing. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: so so you've got like the XQC attention span where it's like you need like Oh
2: yeah, yeah, uh, dude, yeah, like the Is that a uh, yeah, chicken? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, so Game of the year. No surprises here. Went to Baldur's Gate 3. Were you guys happy with that? I I mean, I was ecstatic. I, I was clapping. I won money. So I was happy.
2: I was just glad the show finished off and was all wrapped up, to be honest. I was like, yeah, sweet. They got the award. We're done.
0: It's like, I'm finally finished with this shit.
2: Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> no, it
2: was honestly no surprise um the way that everything was going and we talked about it in the previous episode where we talked about it being an absolute landslide um it was kind of just a matter of uh like validation in the end just being like yep done and i was like cool well learned i've heard nothing but great things i continue to hear nothing but great things it's on my list of when i can actually sit down and actually get into it to actually check it out because i'm one of the what the six people in the world that haven't fucking played it? So I'm, I'm super two. excited. And um,
0: out of all the six it, people, we have two of them on this podcast. Only yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. you're the minority uh, here, bro. Yeah, it's yeah. weird that I'm somehow Trigger's despite one. the fact it's the most popular game in the world. Apparently, mm. you know, I'm the only one who's played it on this podcast. That's wild. Um, Lo- loser. <laughs> actually, I was yeah, super. Like- oh, sorry, Mark. Go on. No, no,
1: um, I was I was gonna say, look. Like I, I probably don't think that we need to rattle off all of these bad boys. Like yeah. for some of these, like sort of um, less lesser known um, uh, awards and things like that, because obviously Jeff Jeff Keeley barely gave him the fucking light of day anyway. So <laughs> so
2: why um, so should so we? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think like like probably uh, some standouts for me was obviously Baldur's Gate, right? Like they've obviously made an amazing game. I I haven't played it, but they've obviously made an amazing game that's just absolutely clean sweep this whole fucking award show. I think they got six or seven. Yeah, six with a a uh, people's voice award which was just like a like a, essentially like a people's choice 100% of the year. viewer voted, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100% viewer voted. So, um so yeah, they picked and and Neil Neil uh, Neil Neubon, uh with the uh, uh best performance as well. So mm. that comes into that too. So they did they did an exceptional job creating that game. Um, and it's obviously very well supported by the community and um, people like Brendan who absolutely love it and, um, you know, who keep going back to it as well. So that, that's, that says a lot. Like if Brendan has sunk what 400 hours or something. into I was literally game.
0: playing it before this. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Brendan, you were experiencing a, like, I would say probably a bit of fatigue with playing games before mm. that game came out and you just, you jumped on it and you know, absolutely wasted your life on it. But you know, like it's, <laughs> it's, it says something, right? Like it, like that doesn't come around a lot
0: for it to know? resonate so like with what people we're
1: talking that about, way, Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we were talking about with GTA six, like these sorts of things don't come around very often in a, in an in a year where we've had some amazing games come out, this one has just gone above and beyond that. So, um, I think this game will be talked about for a long, long time.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah th- oh, sorry. sorry, Carl. Yeah. I think
2: uh, ex- exactly to, to par with that is to talk about uh, kind of how snubbed Spider-Man got in the all awards yeah. and not because it wasn't worthy or good enough. It just wasn't apparently Baldur's Gate 3 at the end of the day. And for yeah. it to... I don't think it actually... You can correct me if I'm wrong. My recollection is very vague of it, cause my attention span is that of a 14 year old Fortnite gamer girl. But <laughs> I don't think they won any awards.
1: Nothing. No, they didn't.
2: And it is an amazing game. So mm. to to deliver a game of that calibre in this day and age, and to not kind of get any sort of validation of that in terms of like the game awards. That's gotta fucking hurt, and and I will, I will, I will admit, I'm I'm quite surprised because I've heard nothing but good things about the game and yourself, Mark. You've you've played it through, you've smashed it, you've you've got nothing but great things to say about it. Unfortunately, it just wasn't the year for old mate uh, Miles Morales.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, um, I think like to kind of uh, repeat what I said uh, last time we had the podcast was that. Like any other year with all of these sorts of titles, like Alan Wake, like uh, Spider Man, Zelda, like anything essentially other than Zelda. <laughs> How the fuck did I forget Zelda? Uh, and Mario, Mario as well, Mario Wonder. Any of these games out any other years, they would have been really competing for like for that top spot. It would have been an absolute fucking shit show, seeing who won what, who won not. But when we were talking um, two weeks ago about this, like we knew that Baldur's Gate was just going to absolutely landslide everything. Like I I enjoyed Spider-Man a lot and I think it was probably out of the games that I played this year, it was probably my game of the year. Um I knew that Baldur's Gate was going to win, but out of the games that I played, it would have been Spider-Man. Like we've got our review coming out um next week for that, but um it's it's kind of <laughs> it's almost disheartening, you know what I mean, for those sorts of games, those Ooh. huge games that have done an exceptional job that they just get snubbed, right? Same like kind of what you guys are talking about about Hogwarts' legacy as well.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, look, it's it's one of those things. I was kind of surprised at how um, spot on I actually got a lot of the predictions, and thankfully I, I was because. I, I did, I'm not a betting man, but I did place bets on the game awards and some of them, the only thing that really fucked me with my bets was actually the indie category. Cause we all kind of said like dredge and like, um, not cocoon, um, viewfinder, uh, viewfinder and, and, yeah. and, um, yeah. what was uh, Dave, the diver. We thought those were kind of somehow cocoon and I forget what the other one was. Um, but no, for the big Shit, ticket sorry. items, I, I cleaned up and I was really pleased. Cause like, I, I don't think oh, there was a lot of things we really agreed on with our predictions in the last episode. Like for example, um uh best performance you guys obviously thought Idris Elba was going to show up and, and take the thing and I, I just did not see that happening in any way, shape or form. I was honestly surprised he was nominated. Um obviously Neil <laughs> Newbon kind of won that one, so that was was nice. Best ongoing it was with Cyberpunk. Like you guys it were really saying me off.
2: there's so much controversy behind that. And I, I so- told I, you a redemption story. honestly I'm literally literally just going to draw the line here and be like, this is for another podcast episode because if we get into this even slightly more than just grazing over this, we're going to be here for absolute hours, just absolutely back and forthing. Um, So I'm going to draw the line super hard there because you're either for or against that thing and that's literally how the entire community online is kind of spent on that as well
0: um yeah and then very controversial though
2: which i do love i do love that i do love (laughs) that it's it is something that's going to be talked about for years to
1: come but
0: and then alan wake won a bunch of awards as well um the last of us won best adaptation to be honest why
1: the alan wake that that like they did quite well well i mean like just judging from i didn't play it because you played it for the channel um you played and reviewed it um, just from the way that you talked about it, I didn't think it would win narrative against Baldur's Gate. That was that was a big shock to me because obviously the way you talked about that, the narrative was so sort of branching and uh, so so much more interesting than Alan Wake.
0: Yeah, but look, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I played the majority of the games that were, all, if if not all of them, I think the only one I didn't play was Spider Man, and <laughs> so. People saying, "Oh, Spider Man should have won this. Spider Man should have won that." Granted, I do think they should have won something. I don't know what category, but they probably should have won something. But Game of the Year, there was no way they were going to win Spider Man with oh, no. Game of the Year. No, like, that no was way. just so. But people are salty no that that didn't win it. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, like, look, yeah. In my mind, Alan Wake Two was a strong game. Some of the categories it won probably think one of the things I was most happy to see was when they did that performance and Sam Lank was there with his big shit in and grin doing his little dance. Like that was, that was funny. Cause like you could just tell he was living his best life. And you know what? I always admire when people are just living their best life, having a good fucking time. Um, But no, like, uh, yeah, f- for the most part, all the things kind of lined up as I thought they would. Um, The Last of Us best adaptation. I'm glad that did win. One thing I did want to ask you guys, because I will we'll move on to quickly going through the reveals and a few other things. But content creator creator of the year, Iron Mouse. Like granted, all the content creators, I had no idea who they were, but like, I was surprised it was like um a VTuber thing. Is is that is that the correct term VTuber? It is, yeah. What what was your guys' thoughts on that? Like not saying to like say anything controversial if you, if you don't feel it. I'm just saying like I was just curious because I was like, oh, I didn't think. I, I, literally have,
2: could win. I, I literally have nothing to say. Like, um, oh, wow. it doesn't doesn't make much sense to me. Um, the category itself is so niche that mm. I probably couldn't have picked a winner to start with. Um, and if that's the direction that the community voted for, then like sure. Um, I am a part of the uh the perth twitch like streamers like discord and there are a lot of like vtubers on there and they're doing their thing and they love it they're like and they're all really awesome people so i've got nothing against that direction of like streamers doing that type of stuff i just literally have nothing to say about it to be fair no fair enough
1: I, i think um i i think i was initially sort of like we were talking about sort of timing like of the show, like, does this need to be here? Does that need to be here? But then what you touched on, Kyle, about um, about appealing to a certain group, like with, like with Anthony Mackie and things like that, that when they see this co-op on their stream, like they're gonna get pumped in and it's gonna reel more people through. I imagine that with the content creator of the year, it's the same sort of thing, right? Like it's, it's such a huge community of people that are such like diehard fans, that they would be flocked to this sort of situation. And that's why it was given like a point of time as opposed to God, I don't know, like best fighting game, which was street fighter six, for instance, best, like, you know, whatever, like all the games that were, that were just like glazed over and not, not given actual awards or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, having, having it up there, like with the esports stuff, I mean, it's, definitely like huge thing it's it's not something that I'm a part of or anything like that I'm not a streamer or anything like that so um that kind of shit just kind of skims right over the top of me
0: um just quickly circling back to game of the year because again I didn't really get to say my piece on it um that's the only one who's actually played it on this podcast I was extremely happy to 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 see it win it was a very unique game out of all the games I have played this year and I've played a lot of them for the channel and a lot of them just for myself personally Baldur's Gate 3 was a standout. So to see it kind of, I, I I don't think I can't I, I can't remember any game in recent memory that kind of blew up so quickly and overnight. It seemed like overnight, every everything I looked at and thing, everyone was just talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Um, and to see that kind of momentum continue for months after launch, whereas most of those single player games, for the most part, you play them and People move on. The fact that it just continued mm-hmm. to go and still has very, a- they're
2: very, They're very flavor of the months.
0: Yeah. Whereas yeah. this kind of has that kind of lasting power. And as you were saying, Mark, I think this will be a game that people will talk about for, for many years to come. Um, and on that topic, we're doing a giveaway in honor of the Game Awards and uh, wow. this podcast giveaway. <laughs> um, you want free shit? We got free shit for you. Um, we're going to be giving away a copy of Baldur's Gate 3. Um, on the platform of your choice. So by the time this episode goes live, there will be a giveaway. We'll link it down in the description, and the bios, and all that stuff. Um, and we'll be posting about it anyway. Um, so very simple thing. You just enter and do do the tasks, and once you win, we'll reach out to you and be like, "What platform do you want it on?" And we'll we'll give that to you. So I think it's running for two weeks as of when this goes live. So I think and the there's last plenty of
2: opportunities started. to uh to sign up on multiple accounts just following all the tasks you've got heaps of opportunities tell your friends because if they win and they don't have it like and you've already got it you know it's just a good opportunity to get that game out to people and it's also a good ode to the game itself and brendan's obviously said nothing but great things about it so Just sharing the love between um, our new podcast and the actual celebration of the game of the years, which lined up with our first episodes and just the actual game itself. So we're really excited to put
0: this through and Brendan's done a wicked job setting this all up. So kudos to you, man. And if it goes wrong, I apologize, but no, um, it should be thing. Regardless, (laughs) the winner will get a copy of it somehow. I will track you down and give it to you if if it all goes well, but I'm pretty confident (laughs) with the software that we used. All right. So reveals, do we quickly want to rattle off the ones that we liked? 100%. 100%. All right. Do you, do you guys mind if I go first?
1: Go Normally, I'd pass
0: to you guys. So, The Blade Game by Arcane Leon. I was super excited to see that kind of. It's set in Paris, you know. It's fucking Arcane Leon. So, that's kind of. Oh, cool. I just
2: wish it was fucking Wesley Snipes. Like, I just fucking wish, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't I, mind who, I who love says it. I love the Blade trilogy so fucking hard. And it was such a pinnacle point of like teenage Kyle life. Like yeah. I watched this, I've got Blade 2 on DVD and I reckon it is so worn for me watching it so much. Like I am so stoked for this game and I'm so glad you fucking mentioned that, man.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think um, given Arcane Leon's like previous kind of immersive sim experience, I think though they are well primed for a game like this, because Blade, half man, half vampire, cool sword already and then you know whatever freaking abilities he'll have in the game again i don't want to say like oh the comic book has this because then it might not be in the game who knows but yeah super cool to see that uh the other game was matthew mcconaughey's oh sorry why did i say matthew mcconaughey's it's not his sorry exodus it's the his, one that his, matthew his, mcconaughey his, was promoting it's his game he's um, coding
2: it dude he's fucking sending it a lot that's he's Alright, like, like, all right all right, all right, all right. <laughs>
0: there we go yeah um so it was by um austin's archetype entertainment which is a studio Owned by Wizards of the Coast,
2: X uh, Bioware devs as well.
0: Yeah, three, four, three, EA and Naughty Dog. So it has like top-notch talent. Um, the cinematic looked awesome, and they I think they did a good job of setting up the story without giving anything away. Um, they did show alpha gameplay, so not beta, alpha. Um, mm-hmm. So the trailer looked really promising, and I love the. And I was I messaged you at work, Kyle, and I was like. Oh, the use of Muse's supermassive black hole just got me instantly. It was an easy Get layout. yeah. yeah. Cheap pop, cheap oh, pop. Oh, baby, man. Yeah. don't you know what's up? I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Um, There's Jurassic Park survival game. That kind of took me by surprise. At first, I thought it was going to be VR, and then I saw like what it was releasing on. I was like, well, two of those things don't even have a VR platform. So, you know, um, no, it's first person. It kind of gave me the vibe of alien isolation. So that's cool um i i i've got a sad confession to make i've never played a final fantasy game um at least not one that i remember but that um final fantasy rebirth um seven with like when they did that um orchestral bit that song slapped i was like man i this Fuck this yeah this lady can sing and then with the cinematics and stuff they were showing I was like man this is awesome um yeah they
1: got some like good big set pieces in that like and some amazing uh, cuz I know cloud sound design
0: I know cloud and mm-hmm. the the lady that he was hugging I'm pretty sure she dies that's what I've surmised over my oh, spoilers years. Brendan. Oh, you ruined it, mate. Oh, ruined it. It's
1: like a 50 year old
0: game. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, And so <laughs> the last game that I really remember, because it was just fucking a lot bombarded all at once. I know Kyle likes that. For me, I was like, give me a two second breather, like, don't just fucking hit me all the time. Um, Was Sean Murray from Hello Games, how he came out like oh, the yeah. guy behind No Man's Sky. I reckon this is going to be a bit controversial, but... um. Yeah, his new game. What was it? Light, no fire. I think it's called. Like, yes. So, I hope he doesn't oversell it. Like, he he. Oh, he already has. Sky. Yeah, but <laughs> he. To be fair, I felt like he was rather reserved. All things considered, like him saying, "Hey, we built a galaxy," and in some ways he did a procedurally generated galaxy. And now he's saying, "We've scaled it down. We've built a world." I'm like that. I feel like is somewhat believable. If he said to me, "Like, we built." a mega galaxy and inside another galaxy inside a nebula inside a thing i'd be like okay you're just talking fucking nonsense now mate like to,
1: to be fair he did also say ah oh, this is our most ambitious game we've ever yeah. created and as soon as he said that i just went oh my fucking god no 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 no. no because Here we go.
0: <laughs> i i get the th- the thing of what he's saying if he's saying he's created an actual world like an actual world world yeah like you know imagine us going from western australia to Fucking Bucharest, like you know, an actual fucking yeah. world. Then that would be impressive. Because every time you hop into a world in a thing, now it's really not really a world, is it? It's mm-hmm. little yeah, sections, quite small. and it's like. So who knows? Maybe that's what he meant. He's like, literally, it's a scale of a world. You'd walk it for forty-five years or whatever the fuck, you know. So yeah. anyway, those were the ones that I kind of saw and was like, sweet. You
2: want to go Uh I. My short list literally already echoed kind of what you've already said, Brendan, especially with Jurassic Park Survival. I feel like it's a huge fan service game. Uh, every single like shot that was happening from the actual trailer itself, it was just resonating the actual like movie in my head. And I was just like, hell yeah, I can't wait for this. This is fucking awesome. Uh, Exodus, obviously, we've already spoken about. It, it looks amazing. Uh, I am psyched for just some more information to come out about OD. But my most excited thing that's come uh, from the announcements is the, the casting of Frank stone by behavior and supermassive because I'm a huge dead by daylight person. And if it's anything related to that universe and the law that goes on with that, um, I am like stick a fork in me. I'm fucking done. Let's go.
1: I love that. Stick a fork in me. Yeah, Sorry. Nice. Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah, to be honest, I- I had a lot of games that I liked that you guys haven't mentioned. Um, probably my first one is uh, God of War Ragnarok uh, DLC. That's uh, that's a big thing for me. So um,
2: the free DLC about. as well.
1: Free DLC, yeah. So mm, which I'll is go for that later. It? But it's already out. Yeah, it came out yesterday here. Yesterday morning. Nice. Early morning. Uh, so yeah, that was a big one for me. That looked awesome. Uh, the Dave the Diver and Dredge crossover game. Like mm. I seen that because we were talking about the independent games and I think uh Kyle, you said that you have dredge like on your Switch ready to go. And I was talking about, oh, I'd like to give Dave the Diver a bit of a crack, like, you know, oh, maybe like this and that. And then they have this like crossover thing come out. I was just like, man, this is absolutely perfect. Like this seems fuck now. I'll have to play both and then <laughs> play the fucking play the whatever the crossover bit. That's awesome. Uh windblown was another one that really uh jumped out to me yeah um I, god i can't remember the developers now um but i'll have to i'll have to look it up but that looked um absolutely amazing um even bloody yeah marvel's blade that 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 looks really sick i i i get concerned obviously about the um their most recent game <laughs> bloody redfall no um, different studio is that not them
0: no that that was arcane austin this is Arkane oh. Leone. different oh okay all, all under bethesda and xenomax but different oh, okay. studios well, this one's based on well, that France.
1: just that just it calmed me right down so perfect all right that's that's fine i see What was like, your
0: oh, most anticipated f- game fuck wasn't you, it Brandon. sorry sorry that's a callback to something completely the asked you <laughs> sorry, continue <laughs>
1: Uh, and uh probably Senua Saga I think that looks uh that looks amazing too I uh really really looking forward to that it looks so random and strange and it looks more like um like very like Hideo Kojima the way he makes his Mm. games that are actually like a movie as well so I I really enjoy that about Hideo Kojima's games and I would love to see that in another format. So I think this would be really, really cool to see that. And obviously, like, I'll play anything Kojima makes. So um, uh, OD, whatever the fuck that is, um, that looks cool too.
0: Um,
1: and sorry, I'll, I'll just quickly rattle off some indies that I liked. Usual June, Rogue Trader, uh, Blacksmith Wu Black Wukong as well. That looked really, really sick where you're like that, um, that like monkey going around yeah. smashing around. Like, yeah, that, looked, that looks really, really cool. And uh, Last
0: Sentinel as well. Yeah, I mean, like th- there was other stuff announced as well. Like the, uh, Ready yeah, or Not, not is getting a, it, yeah. is, it's officially like releasing. That. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a indie first person shooter. I've been fo- not indie. Well, I suppose indie Void Interactors, uh-huh. pretty small. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I've been in early access for that for a long while now, like over a year, if not longer. Um, hundred plus hours in it, so. following it quite closely so now that it's finally hitting 1.0 and because they've been quiet on like any new stuff and content whereas normally they were pretty good at chucking new stuff out whereas so obviously that's why they were doing 1.0 release and they were just saving it all for then so that's cool i'm excited to jump back into that this weekend if i get time and then the finals got dropped as well so
1: oh yeah yeah that looks really cool
0: alrighty so aside from the game awards now that we've kind of covered all that what is a game Next year that you're looking forward to it doesn't have to be from the Game Awards, just any game. I think, yeah, I'll, oh, I'll go. Yeah, I go. got one. Oh, yep, yeah, go.
2: Uh, that new Skull and Bones game
0: that's coming out in February Jesus 2024. Christ. I can't tell if you're <laughs> kidding or not. No, for real. Like, oh, okay. hell yeah, yep. yeah, man, yeah. Yep. Okay, It's cool. I'm not gonna. Yep, cool. Um,
1: I'm laughing at Brendan's reaction, by the way.
0: Sorry. You just Sorry. had like
1: such a visceral reaction to these well, things. It's, it's like Road. a, it's like
2: a uh, three uh, co op like player game. Like Is, the yeah. three of us could like play it.
1: Like yeah, that's
2: true, true, true. Like, true. It's a, it's, it's literally like a pirate fucking like co op game. It's like what, Assassin's it's Creed a a Black
0: Flag minus the um ability to, to go on land. Um, <laughs> I was gonna but also, say minus Asa- the fun. The yeah,
2: Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh my god. Terrible. A,
0: terrible game. Well, you've oh. been following how Skull and Bones have been, like, in development since like 2016 or something, and it's been like delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed, and now that, that's why when I saw it I instantly just tuned off, because I was like, fuck man, like, because apparently they have to release it. There was talks so that they were like, we're not going to, but the Singapore, Singaporean government who gave them grants were like, no, we've given you money. You're legally obligated to release this, so like Ubisoft can't just be like, "Yeah, fucking shove that under the rug," you know. Like, so, but yeah, I mean, that, that I I reckon that'll be cool. I, I will enjoy it if all three of us jump on, because uh, the enjoyment will come from doing it with you guys. Correct. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm down for that. Um, for me, I don't know if it's coming out next year. I think it is, but Fable, as a long time Fable fan, I'm super excited to see Fable getting a new kind of modern twist. So. That's one for me. Mark, what about you? I can see you Googling away, trying to work out.
1: Yeah, because I'm trying to, ah, uh, that's what it was. So Windblown is probably the one. Sorry, I was, I was just trying to remember who uh, made Windblown. It's the guys that made Dead Cells. So that's, that's what I'm super, super pumped about. Um, but, like, I, to be honest, I don't really want to look past that Star Wars game that's going to come out.
0: Uh, oh, um, that, Outlaws, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that looks really, really cool. Um
0: yeah, okay, I'll yeah, i like, second that.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's definitely a type of Star Wars game I can get around. Um it doesn't have to do with fucking uh the Skywalker bullshit. Um then I'm all I'm absolutely all over that. I think that looks wicked.
0: Now, just kind of wrapping up the game awards, I just wanted to say what is your biggest disappointing game for the year? Now it doesn't have to be one that's like it played poorly, it could just be a game where it's like you were super pumped for it. And you finally got your hands on it and it was dog shit. <laughs> Do you guys want me to go first? Yeah. So a game I was really excited for was Atomic Heart. Super excited for it. I thought, fuck man, this is right on my alley. It's going to be like Bioshock meets thing. It's an alternate history kind of thing. So I'm always into that. And then I got it and it was just extremely disappointing. It was just not fun. Um, it has a few redeeming qualities, but like it was just also, just insane. The level scaling was a bit fucked, so like it was just harder than it needed to be for no apparent reason. Um, and they had like a very interesting world, but they send you underground for most of it, so you're in like these facilities, like so you're not really experiencing the cool utopian world. That it had a good opening, I'll say that, and then it just kind of pitted off. But yeah, so that was mine. Let's, what's yeah? I played
2: guys? Uh, the finals after they announced that it was live. <laughs> sick. downloaded it got into it and like i come from a very rich fps background in a lot of the stuff that i've done and holy fuck that game is so clunky and shit (laughs) and it it was just it was just so terrible like put the game back into development for at least a year like i jesus and like my team won like it's it's three versus three versus three and i won and i finished with such a poor experience that i was just like i don't think i'm ever going to play this again unless it gets heavily fucking like improved it just felt so clunky it felt so messy like i i played one of the the characters and i was like the light so i could use like a grappling hook and the grappling hook aim was just so off and inconsistent and the only reason why i wanted it is because the game maps are so they're elevated on such different terrain that i was like oh this grappling hook is going to be sweet for like mobility and the amount of times i would miss even though i was aiming with the grappling hook and it would like bounce me off like window sills, and I wouldn't be able to like scale buildings or anything from it. Or if like I had like a rifle and I would use like its, um, it's ADS, but the ADS of the rifle would take up like half the fucking screen. So I couldn't even see anything, even though I was like aiming down with it. Like there was just an 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 infinite amount of things that annoyed me with it that I was just like you're releasing this off the hype of the game awards. And it was like, the game's available now. Fucking let's get into it, boys. The finals. <laughs> and I
0: played it and I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to play it again. See, it's, it's wow. interesting you say that because I, I played the closed beta and the open beta. And I didn't really experience any of those issues. I did when it went live, have server issues. So like, yeah, I couldn't get into a match.
2: As well. yeah. And
0: then anytime I did, I was by myself, and then aversing teams of like three, and it's like, well, okay, I guess I have a shot of winning now. Like it was just fucking stupid. Um, but yeah, no, like I mean, I, I, I I'm not saying you you are wrong by any means. Like if that's if that's what you experienced, just when I was able to finally get into a match, I didn't really experience anything quite like that. It was more so just as I said. I didn't have a full team. So what, how much fun are you going to have? Like when in the closed beta or in the open beta, I had a great time. Cause it was like, yeah, cool. I'm playing with other people, teams. It's an even playing field. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested to jump back in and give it another go. Once they kind of sort their server side out. Um, see if it is as bad. Maybe we can jump on together, Kylan. And
2: I, I really, I really wanted to enjoy it. Like I've, there's been a huge gap in FPS games that I've been really wanting to get into again. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it just it just wasn't it. Mark, what's
0: yours?
1: Um, for me, it was Minecraft Legends. Um, it's such a like shit little game. Mm. Uh, it like it was something I reviewed for the channel because um, I I love Minecraft. Like I I absolutely love it. Um, I love the creation aspect, and you can kind of like make your own game with it. Um, and it was just. It was just so boring. The gameplay loop of it was just, it, it just, it didn't hook me at all. It didn't, it didn't grab me. It didn't do anything for me at all. It had no attachment to the lore of the game or even like, it, it just had absolutely nothing. The combat was average. There was no creation aspect to it. It was just boring. And it honestly, it just made me angry when I was playing it. It just, it, it upset me how much they destroyed the like original game by making this one.
0: Wow. That's, that's strong. Yeah. I remember you saying that in the review and I was like, fuck man, that's, that's brutal. Um, yeah. All right. So Suck. three relatively <laughs> disappointing games. Okay. Um, so before we get into what we like to do every week with the, how you failed this week and the what you, what are playing, what you're going to play and whatever else, um, just wanted to quickly touch on it again. I did really comprehensive notes. I did the full freaking timeline, but we're not going to do that for the interest of time here the day before. <laughs> so this is a game that has long been lauded as a scam game, like shovelware, reusing assets like IGN back in 2021. So the start of 2021 did like a trailer showing, you know, a pre- pretty impressive looking trailer. It was, you know, game gameplay, allegedly. Um, but it was very scripted, very to the thing, and it was lauded as, oh, it's division meets the last of us, it's an survive- oh, online survival MMO, like a daisy or scum or whatever. These guys, for the longest time, were just radio silent, Then they kept delaying it, delaying it, delaying it, and just the shittiest level of marketing I've ever seen. Like, because normally if you have a game, you would market it. You'd go like, cool. You'd show some guy sitting down at a desk working on a character model. Marketing isn't that hard when you really break it down. Video game marketing is super fucking simple. You show a trailer. You get people excited. This was the most wishlisted game on Steam. So after countless delays, I'm not going to read through all this and find out how many, but it finally did release into early access on December 7th. Now, bear in mind, they did a cute little post on their Twitter saying, like, oh, you know, people will be diving into the game, like, we've, did, we've done our best, this, that, and the other, to our supporters, no matter what, thank you for protecting the injustice and the fakes, and all this just fucking nonsense. Um, and the game did release. Instantly got over 20,000 overwhelmingly negative reviews on Steam, because it wasn't a fucking online MMO survival game. It was an extraction shooter. Poorly done extraction shooter. So clearly it was not what they advertised it as. Poorly advertised it as. Um, and then four days after the game came out, they've announced they're shutting their studio. Um, yeah, that's this is it's really fucking funny. And then the the um, publisher, Mytona, even threw them under the bus, kind of saying like, look, we'll issue refunds. Sorry, you know, whatever else. I honestly think the publishers probably at fault as well because there's no way you sign on a, a studio. And again, t- to be clear, these guys the entire time had volunteers as their developers. They didn't actually have paid staff. It was all volunteers. At first they were saying, oh no, the volunteers are just for localization and translation stuff. And they're like, no, no, it's actually for developers. Um, the entire thing was fishy from the start. Everyone was calling it a scam. And the best thing they could have done is just be like, yeah, look, we're going to delay it, delay it, delay it until 2027 or something and eventually figure it out. These guys have just been cosplaying as developers this entire time. Um, It's either a case of, um, yeah, it's either a case of they overestimated what they're able to do or they were genuinely trying to scam people. One way or the other, it's not great.
1: well like for me like if you are creating a game and it exceeds your grasp, right? It, it it's you're you're coming up to that release date and it's getting closer and closer, you haven't like your game's not ready. And that happens a lot, right? Like and it happens with games like Cyberpunk, it happened with uh No Man's Sky we were talking about. Like these things are like well-known phenomenal fuck-ups on release, right? But in the same breath, those guys continue to support their game. They continued to build on it. They continued to, um, well, like apologize to their, their fan base and say, Hey, we know that we've released a game. That's probably not up to scratch. We're going to continue to work on it and we're going to build it up and get, and get it to the place where we promised you that it would be hmm. right. And that's, and that's great, and that's what it should be, right? I mean, like, Perfect World, these games wouldn't be released at all, right? You just push the fucking release date back and just say, hey, we need another three months on this, and then everyone says, cool, great, no worries, like, you're all good. But that's not the way it works, right? But these guys, instead of doing that, they've just got bombarded with all these negative reviews that have happened, and then they've just gone, you know what? Let's just pack it in. No, no, but They've gotten all the money.
0: And so... This is the fucking fucked up thing about it is I've played so many early access games. I love supporting early access games, getting in at the ground up, watching it evolve and grow, because then by the time it reaches 1.0, it's a vastly different experience. The entire since 2021, early 2021 to now, people have been saying you have not shown an actual proper bit of fucking gameplay footage and everything they have has clearly been a vertical slice or, or a contained thing where it's like, cool, we've only built up like this little bit of land um so just keep them there like every step of the way people have been like this isn't real this isn't real and they've had big partners they've had nvidia support them they've had lenovo give them shit like so their statement once they hold it quits after four days which is also in breach of steam's terms of service for early access because you are meant to have enough funds to do your early access, even if no one fucking buys it. So today we announced the closure of Fantastic Studio. Unfortunately, the day before, has failed financially and we lack the funds to continue. All income received is being used to pay off debts to our partners. Who the fuck are their partners? It's two brothers at the head who have a bunch of volunteers who they've not been paying. So who the fuck are their partners? Like, yeah, it was... They
1: made fucking promises to, like Lenovo and NVIDIA and things like that, you know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. It's disgusting, man.
0: Honestly, so horrible. yeah. And that and so then when they're saying oh the money's going to thing, my toner was like the their publisher was like, no, we're working the steam to refund the players. Um mm-hmm. because honestly, they probably were open up to lawsuits. Cause the way like because what alarm what alarmed me was there were still people online saying it's not a scam, I got my refund. With and, like, what they don't understand is Steam handles the refunds. Steam will give the refund and then charge whoever the fuck afterwards. And if they don't get that money, they will then sue. So, yeah. like, it's because it's meant to be a seamless experience for the player. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't understand those few outliers who have not looked at every, with everything and gone, like, critically and gone this is clearly a scam it was a scam to begin with it's either they're idiots who didn't know what they were capable of and didn't put their hand up and go hey guys sorry we know we showed a cool like demo trailer many years ago turns out we can't develop for shit sorry my bad no game everyone would have been pissed off but relatively fine so yeah um
1: yeah like the sorry the last thing i'll just add on to there is like Again, like, all of these things are fine. Like, well, not fine, but you know what I mean? They're all acceptable, you know, whatever. But for me, when they were talking about, like, like there was a tweet that went out that said, like, you need to, you know, you need to start refunding all of these people that invested in your game and you haven't delivered. Their their tweet back was something along the lines of, that's just game development for you, shit happens.
0: No, no, so the the tweet was unbelievable that you guys hyped this game up so much that, this is the end result. You guys are an absolute disgrace to the video game industry. And they replied with, this was our first big experience, shit happens. That's what every boy who's just lost his virginity says. Like, (laughs) that's just, it's so so fucking pathetic. Like, shit
1: happens is not, like, like, uh, it's just not, it's just not a valid excuse, right? Like, it's just not there. Mm. If you... If you've gone to these incredible lengths and got all of these this money from all of these people and then you've just gone, eh, shit happens. I haven't delivered, but, you know, whatever. What can you do?
0: Well, the thing that's really frustrating is they've then seemingly changed, because they've got other less than stellar games, um, where they've changed ownership of it. So it almost looks like they've literally shuttered the doors to avoid lawsuits, and then like changed the ownership to another company based in Singapore as well. So like these two brothers, are what's their name, Eduard Gotovstev and Azen Kotovstevs. As I said, they're either- They're not
1: the Tate brothers by any chance?
0: (laughs) So they're either idiots who, as I say, were cosplaying as developers who didn't know what they were doing. Um, who didn't know how to develop or market the game, or they were genuinely trying to scam people. Either way, neither is good or acceptable, and so many things should have raised red flags, because the community was saying it. Everyone who was interested in the game, with the few outliers of people who were smoking the copium, were like, this doesn't add up, this is not what the standard blueprint is of what people do. And for them to double down literally the day before the launch, going like, hey, guys, you're going to be jumping in. We help all the streamers who play it, you know, get many new viewers and subs. It was just freaking pathetic. Um, Yeah,
1: really disappointing, man. Like, it's it's a really disappointing thing for the industry, uh, for people like that to be just, like, walking around, just ripping people off when people spend their hard-earned money on things like this and go to support games like yourself in that early access space right like it's it's not like very public knowledge that you know that everyone just goes around and supports these sorts of games in early access or in beta or whatever like you're giving your time and your money to these developers and then they've just just gone yeah cool
0: thanks they've just Can snatched be it off clear, and it's, it's one of those things you have to believe in the project. And look, again, I think early access, it's one of those things, if they seem competent and the developers are communicative, then by all means, go for it. It's, it's these ones here where it's like, they're dead silent. They don't say shit about it. Like, you know, it goes months and months and months without hearing any updates. Um, cause yeah, I've got a bunch of games where, yeah, they've gone from early access to full launch and it's been great. Baldur's Gate 3. Was an early access game that was in early access for three years and then it was boulders gate like you know so early access is not a bad thing but shit like this makes people question the validity of any and look there are people who do put shovelware games out where it's like oh i'm you know i i made this myself and i just bought store assets and slapped them together and made a roblox uh, roblox clone you know, and the content creators like Big Fry TV do a good job of, like, highlighting these scumbags, but these ones in particular, they should be fucking blacklisted. I wouldn't give these guys five cents, let alone any money. And obviously it's been taken off steam now. Um, all, the, uh, all their socials have been completely nuked. So I just hope they don't pop up again in another studio, like, you know, shit oh, yeah, happens. Somehow, somehow I don't think
1: that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah. So now the Carl's back that, yeah, that, that was the, the, the debacle of the day before guys, how <laughs> did you fail this week or this fortnight? We should really change the wording of that. How'd you fail? Hey, I can kick this off. All right, go on. I've, I've been waiting two weeks for this. Go on. Uh,
2: it's not as good as my last fail, but oh. it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely still up there. Um, so you might've been aware. I don't know if you were though, Brendan, uh, but just the last week gone, um, I actually got, a little bit sick, had a, had a bit of a head cold, just nothing, nothing bad. Like I did my COVID test or everything came back negative. It's a chill, but, I'm, but <laughs> I literally was just, I just had a, I just had a head cold. Sorry. And head then cold, yeah. the, the fail part is I actually had so much stuff like planned. Like even on the Friday night was our work Christmas party couldn't go to that because I had my head cold. I had plans on the weekend to catch up with some mates. Couldn't go to that because I was a fucking slobbery mess. Where Tuesday came along and I was meant to record for Junkertown FM, my other podcasts. Couldn't do that because my fucking head cold. And then, luckily enough, we've got an old D&D episode that we recorded way back in the day. So we're... um it's a Christmas special as well. So we're releasing that next week Nice. for in place of that. Because so that was like, was like I guess like it was a win in the fail world, but happy accident couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do that. But, uh, and also I hate when I can't do that because it means I can't catch up with my mates, and Tagsy because we try and do it every week, but I couldn't because I had the fucking head cold. Um, I was also meant to catch up with another mate of mine that I don't see very often, which we had plans to once again, Couldn't do that because of the fucking head cold. And I feel like my absolute fail of that is just because I'm a 35 year old man and the weather slightly changes fucking temperature my my being as i exist cannot comprehend that and it goes into fucking panic mode and my nose starts watering my eyes start watering my throat so scratchy i can't i can't talk i've got no energy just because it goes from hot so i turn the air con on oh the air cons on too much kyle better fucking start getting sick now so my entire week of actual plans that i wanted to couldn't come to fruition only because I can't handle the fucking weather apparently. I can't, I can't go from hot as fuck, to cold, to normal weather, and my body just lets me down.
0: <laughs> I, I can relate to your fail, because I've realised as I've gone older, it takes me a lot longer to do anything. So for example, I used to be able to just wake up, my eyes were alert, and I knew my surroundings. My night vision has gone <laughs> terrible. So, like, I've kicked my cats so many times by accident, just by walking. So, to be preface, I'm not intentionally kicking them. I can't see in the morning. So, I've had this new thing recently where I wake up and, you know, and I'm getting ready for work. And, like, I'll just get up out of bed and my cat will just be sitting. She's randomly started sitting in the fucking walkway now. And, like, I fucking yeeted her the other day. This isn't my fail, by the way. This is just on the back of your thing. I was just... But so now you
2: can't wake up without kicking your cats, so and now- it's No, no, so,
0: so now, I shit you not, she still sits there, but she just kind of looks like she waits till I've woken up from my alarm, and she just looks at me, like, kind of waiting for my recognition of like, can you fucking see me, or do I need to move? It's so fucking bad. Anyway, sorry, Mark, what's, what, what's your fail? In, no, no, uh, no, I'll, you I'll go ahead. Show. You're, you're right, ready okay. going. go. So, I had a pretty spectacular fail the other week, and I mentioned in the podcast, and you guys all laughed at me. This one, It's kind of the same, but slightly different. So, you know me. I don't like to to go outside that often. Don't like to deal with the general populace. I I get most of my shit sent here for shopping-wise. This was the one instance I had to go out and get something. And I hate Christmas time. It's very... I have my reasons. I'm not going to go into it. But anyway, so I'm out at the shops for the first time in a long while. I'm getting some stuff. Naturally, everything's playing on the... Thing. you know they got all the the classics going jingle love bells, it. you know all, all of it love it yeah I, I i knew you would i was thinking this i was like this story i'm going to tell him is not going to be like he's going to not see an issue with it anyway so i'm at the shops it's christmas time so it's naturally fucking busy um i'm waiting in line and i have my my items and it's this massive line waiting and waiting and waiting and there's ladies behind me and so she only had like a bottle of water and a granola bar, so I was like, go go in front of me. And you know, so she then was like, oh, Christmas, I was like, yeah, Christmas, you know, I was like, oh, all the music as well. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said to her, I said, oh, but at least it's not that stupid Mariah Carey song, all I want for Christmas is you, because that's like the infinite money hack. That woman hasn't done an honest day's work and fucking since the nineties and she's still going, so I just can't stand the song. And she kind of went quiet after that, like, I, and I just assumed, okay, I've exceeded my fucking conversation quota with this person. Cool, chalked it down to that. I then had a few other things I need to do around the shop, so I was like, cool, I'll go around. And so, do you guys know that like shopping centers still do these little concert things?
1: Oh, like like for kids and stuff like that, where just in general, in the like, like they'll the... randomly just have, yeah. A, yeah,
0: in the middle, and it's just like. So anyway, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm grabbing my stuff, and I'm hearing what sounds like live music. So I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, like. Whatever. And what? there's this one guy who was on before <laughs> and he's singing last Christmas. So he's like, last Christmas, I gave him my heart. Bangor. Um, yeah. Bang. I, I, I That's the only Christmas song I like. Um, so I, I was vibing to that. Anyway, so I've got my shit. I'm walking back to the thing and this lady gets on stage. The same fucking lady I was just speaking to in the shop like 20, 30 minutes earlier. What song do you think she starts singing? Fuck oh, uh, really. I... At least want that'll be a done. lot for Christmas. Oh, there my is God. just one thing I need and die. I want That's to so fucking bad. die again. And thankfully, like <laughs> she obviously had a crowd around her, so she didn't really notice me. But I kind of just was like, Do I stand there as like in solidarity now to kind of be like, You've changed my mind about the song? Like, you know. Nope. Yeah, just like hell white like guy <laughs> dancing, like, yeah, guys, yeah. Get the hair going, you know, like so. Thankfully, that one wasn't as in instant karma as the other one, but, um... You
2: need to stop talking to ladies when you leave the house, man. Right? I just need to stop yeah. existing.
0: I need to stop going outside, is the moral of this story.
1: Yep. Just yep. stay inside, Brendan. Because I...
0: I've
1: been interacting with people all together.
0: Because I, I do also have one other fail, um, which is very quick. Oh,
1: a double fail week.
0: A double fail week. So this one happened the Thanks. first week after we put the first episode up. I've been going to... In, in the office more because they're trying to push this whole 50% bullshit. So naturally we're all in the office more. I like to stop in at a convenience store that I've been stopping at for many years to, to go get an iced coffee before work. Just a cheeky iced coffee, you know, got to treat yourself. Um, and the guy there, lovely guy, he owns a couple of the convenience stores around the city, very nice guy. And he's always like, hey, mate, how are you? And I'm always like, hey, mate, how are you? Um, have a good little Great chat. Great
2: conversation. Yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah, just, just normal people stuff. Um, <laughs> just stop there, Brennan. The, yeah, exactly. That, 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 that's where I should have stopped. So he's done this thing recently for a few weeks now where he's like, just offering me stuff. But no reason at all. He's just like, you know, like, like I assume he's like, you're a regular customer, let me sweeten the pot. It's like, mate, I'm already going to have to stop by is he
1: here. <laughs>
0: A good old okay. rubber tug out, 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 out in the in the fucking cooler. No, um, no. So like you know he's he's like, oh, do you want a little extra? I'm like, no, that that's fine. Thank you so much. Because for me it's like you know he's like, oh, do you want like a chocolate or a this a that and the other?
2: Extra. He's got a little fucking trench coat and he's just like, Man, I got yeah. whatever no, you need. No, because like for example, he has sundial. these little
0: Ferrero shares like in a little thing. So he's like, oh, I want one of these. And at first I'd be like, oh no, that that's okay, that's okay. And so. I don't know whether this is a cultural thing. And I've like offended him by saying like, I'm going to kill his entire family or what. But I go up with my ass coffee and he goes, do you want something? I said, oh, no, thank you. That's very nice of you though. Same spiel as always. And he started laughing like quite violently. And then he goes, you never accept. And I was like, yeah, I just didn't want to like offend you. He goes like, you, you never take. And I was like, no, I, I just, sorry. I, I, I'm just here for the coffee. And he goes, okay. And so then I go back the next day and he gives me a vape. No reason at all. I've had no conversations with him about thing. I don't vape. No fucking thing. I just get my ass coffee. He goes, you take. And he just puts it down next to the thing. And I and like given his tone, I was like, I have to take this. I to take it. And so I, I took the vape and now I feel like really awkward. So now I'm getting my coffee elsewhere.
1: been going to this place for years
0: i've literally been stopping at this convenience store because it's so it's it's on the way to work i literally get get off the train i walk through this thing it's convenient he's ruined the convenience factor i anyway mark what's what's your fail
1: um so so my one this week um so i'm i'm not great like social media person that's just just like i'm pretty bad with that sort of stuff and obviously since we've started this podcast and everything like that it, i've i'm kind of making a conscious effort to try and be on twitter more and you know kind of like and retweet things and do a bit more of that sort of stuff to kind of boost the boost the podcast you know like and i'm like this is good right this is like a like a healthy way of using social media right as instead of this like what we were talking about earlier about this like like mass Watching TikToks and you know all this sort of bullshit, right? Like, so I was like, "Oh, this is good." And I was like, and "I'll start like following people." So, um, so like Tidget, I went on your one and just said like, "Like, oh, these are the kind of people that he's got on his profile." Oh, like I'll, you know, follow that person. Da da da. And getting some follows back and like it's great. Um, so then I was just like, "Oh, this is good." I'll go on like another random sort of one and then just start following um like people's names that you know that are. Like like game related, or they have something in their bio. It's like game related, or whatever. So you just have like a list of followers, or whatever. And I was like, yeah, cool. no worries, no worries. And there was this guy. It was like anime something. And then in the in his like uh, like the blurb or whatever the bio, it was just like uh, like loves anime, uh, loves gaming. Da da da. I was like, cool. Yep, sweet. No worries. Follow, 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 follow. So I go off of Twitter, and then I come back like. <laughs> Like maybe, like, a couple of days later or whatever, and I go back, and there's literally, like, I swear to God, as soon as I open Twitter, there's a there's just a guy naked with his dick out just, like, jerking off on my Twitter. And I was just like, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then at the top it says, anime, whatever his name is, has retweeted this thing. And I was like, what the fuck? So I go into his profile, so it's just, Whatever his name is, the bio loves anime, you know, plays games, da da. And then all of his posts are just dudes jerking off. I
2: see <laughs> you I found just... my alt account, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant.
1: And I instantly just went, Oh fuck, oh god, unfollow, unfollow.
2: There is so a now a, I will there be there is a of porn on Twitter. It's just yeah.
1: yeah. So see, now I'll be a little bit more cautious. See on the, <laughs> the
0: that's following. kind of the funniest thing because I um <laughs> I genuinely didn't know there was porn on Twitter, like at all. And I remember saying that to someone once very earnestly, because I was like, I've, I've got Twitter, I I don't see anything. And like, cause yeah, apparently there is. Like I've found that out now um but they thought i was being facetious or something they're oh you sh- sure bro i was like no genuinely i just follow game stuff like I, I get a bunch of retro games like you know i get the odd ad here and there but like everything is very catered towards gaming stuff so i yeah i'm definitely not seeing what you're yeah. seeing mark so if if so if, if anyone sees mark's anymore. twitter handle there i <laughs> think you i think you win this week mark
2: i think you win mate
0: <laughs> yeah god i I love how you're like, I'm not very good at social media. Explains a story why he's really bad at social media. That is just... Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that he's inconsistent with posts. He's just fucking terrible at understanding it. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, boys. What are you playing? What are you going to play? What do you want to play?
1: Oh man. You go ahead.
0: I uh, finished American Arcadia. That was awesome. Very happy with that game. Um, I suppose I'll do a review if uh, Mark's Spider-Man video doesn't completely bomb, like all our other ones have been sending, being sent to the fucking Shadow Realm lately. Um, so if there's incentive to do it and I haven't quit, then yeah, I'll I'll do a a video review on it, so, uh, what are you going to play? Um, I've got nothing on the docket, I was going to play the day before, but, um, we all know how that fucking turned out, um, (laughs) that was meant to be the next video after that, but, uh, yeah, um, what am I going to play? What do I want to play? Oh, I've been playing a little bit of Baldur's Gate 3, since the, um... Oh, really? Yeah, no, I've been fucking around with some mods, because, uh, you know, I, uh, I've, all four playthroughs have been vanilla. I've not had a single mod on it and everyone else has been playing it very modded. So, well, the only mod I've added so far is the colored dice because you can get, like, different dice for the, like, dice checks. Oh, jokes. yeah, cool. um, Yeah, sorry. I, I really don't have thing because uh, I suppose Ready or Not would be the other thing I want to play. Um, I just haven't had much time. I've been busy setting up the giveaway and all this other stuff. So, yeah, not much time for playing games this week or last week. Other than American Arcadia, so Mark, uh,
1: yeah. So I have just started the God of War Ragnarok Valhalla uh, DLC. So uh, I've been playing that. It's really really cool. Um, it's <clears throat> it's kind of everything that I liked about Ragnarok into this like neat little package. It's like very focused on. This gameplay action, like great gameplay, works really, really well, but you get, you still get the story beats that you would get in the game, but they're more often, which is really, really cool. It's, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like a roguelite. So you're in this like, a roguelike, sorry, where you're in this like, this constant loop and you, and you build up your character, you build up your stats and you can do all these sorts of different things to interact with the, with the world to get further and further. So as you get further and further in this game, you get little, like, story pieces that add on. So it rewards you for, for, like, being very good at the game. You get extra bits of the story added in, and it's not just, like, fluff pieces. It's really, like, quite like quite additional to the initial story. So, yeah, it's really cool, and I'm, and I'm really enjoying it. I've just been playing it sort of bits and pieces, it's probably, like, Five or six hours in. So, yeah, it's really, really cool. Uh, what am I going to play? Oh, God, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of shit coming out now. So I'm a little bit like, I'm a little bit uh, overwhelmed. But I mean, yeah, so that's, for the moment, I'm just kind of smashing out God of War. But like, what do I want to play? Or what am I going to play? I think I'm going to be playing Baldur's Gate. I think that's, that's going to be my next one.
0: You can't um, win the giveaway, by the way. You're you're part of the podcast. Just letting you know, you will have to buy a copy. Well, yourself. I was
1: going to make a sneaky little account and just you know, <laughs> what what are these uh, jerking off guys uh, accounts? And then I'll, and then I'll follow all the twitters. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, I'll probably be playing Baldur's Gate. That's that's what I'm going to. Uh, what do I want to play? Oh God, I don't know, man. There's so much shit out. Like to be honest, there's with the with the game awards that came out i feel so flooded with the amount of games that i want to be playing coming up mm. like it's so crazy uh it's obviously an, it's an awesome time to be a gamer but it's there's so much shit coming out it's fucking crazy got no idea what i want to play
0: yeah i'm I'm kind of in the same boat i don't know what, what's next so that's why i was like oh shit i can't answer this one because normally it's like the channel will di- dictate what i'm playing next yeah it'll be a hey brennan like do this game next channel. you know <laughs> exactly the the channel will dictate my <laughs> playing habits but um yeah got nothing on the docket at the moment so Kyle what's what, what's yours uh
2: so i have what am i playing at the moment i've actually started loading up overwatch 2 again
1: sadly oh hell yeah nah
2: uh like no? love hate love hate relationship uh He's overwatch is so much of my life and I just sometimes just go in and out of it at the moment. And at the moment I am currently in, even though it is just a terrible game, but I love it. Uh, What am I going to play? The new Dead by Daylight Bone Chill event for the season just started. So I'll be firing up Dead by Daylight, getting my Christmas on horror style in some snowman in that event. So I'm super excited for that. But what do I want to play? If I'm not trying to, if I I can separate my gaming from like the Christmas season, because I love Christmas in games when it comes to like Dead by Daylight, World of Warcraft, even like Overwatch, Um, Fortnite itself has a Wicked Christmas event. If I can separate myself from like the Christmas events, I really, really want to check out uh, Lego Fortnite. Really want to check it out.
1: Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm that looks just, really,
2: really, cool. I, I've never played a Lego game that hasn't been fun. Obviously, they're mm. not incredible 10 out of 10, drop your fucking shit. Like, this is what you're going to be playing for the next 500 hours. But mm. from everything that I've seen from Lego Fortnite, I am so keen to actually check it out. I just need to try and find some time to actually do that because from everything I've seen, it is like, a survival game it's not just a a fortnight mode where you just reskin as lego so i feel like it's going to be an investment and i've seen people playing it like it ninja's all about it at the moment and i really i really want to dip my toes i really want to i really want to check it out yeah, well
1: yeah i think um, it looks really really cool i've uh i've loved the lego games as well like i played all the star wars lego games they're fucking sick and the Star um,
2: Wars uh the Lego Lord of the Rings game, so fucking yeah.
1: great. The Lego uh, Harry yeah, Potter yeah, awesome. games as well. Yeah
2: and
0: Lego uh Batman. The Marvel as well.
1: Oh my god. Yeah.
0: We it's should um, of fucking
1: great Lego games.
0: We should all jump onto Fortnite then and uh try the Lego Fortnite because you made me download it the other night, Kyle. And uh it, it yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It's, um, the no build is the only thing I'm really it's interested in, but, um, I don't know whether I'm assuming the Lego one has a building component.
2: It's super build. Cause it's very, uh, LEGO, survival. Yeah. Like you, LEGO, you build yeah. like a, uh, like an establishment, like, like forts and stuff and you harvest resources yeah. and whatnot. Yeah.
0: It's kind of wild that Fortnite That's is one shit. of these things where it's like, it's just, it's just like having more and more stuff added to it.
2: Hey, I'm all for it, you, like get on board the Fortnite like wave because they they literally haven't stopped and everything they're doing is so fucking good at the moment between all the other side projects, which we probably might end up covering at another time with everything that did get announced, including at the game awards. Um, just it's, it's time to, to ditch your, your, your pre-casted notions that you have about Fortnite and it being like a kid's game because it's a fucking behemoth and it's, it's only just getting better and 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 better.
0: And better. Yeah. Cause, um, the the only thing that put me off is what you were describing the last episode where you were like, I log in every day, man, just to check to see what, what skins are out and this, that, the other. And I was like, because the content's
2: so fucking good. Like even with like the Lego um stuff coming out, they're releasing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Lego skins on the fucking
1: game. Oh, fuck yeah.
0: Do you know what I like is um I had a skin Go. that I didn't even realize I had because I played Alan Wake 2. I had an Alan Wake oh, 2 skin. Got
2: Alan Wake. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I was like,
0: What? Like
2: sick. Yeah. So
0: like my dude's just got a tweed jacket running around. Looks so out of place. Like he's like so sick though. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Can I play
1: on my PlayStation with you guys? Crossplay?
0: Sure. Okay. It's free, isn't it? Yeah, it's free. Fortnite's free. Yep. Because they get you on the in-game purchases. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. I'll Um, download it after this. Oh fuck. We're all gonna jump. We we can add it as like a bonus thing for like if we ever decide to do a Patreon, it's just like us playing games together. It's just watch like watch me uh, carry
1: you,
2: cunts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alrighty. Um. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed these insane ramblings from these three guys who look like they play video games, um, follow us. Uh, follow the podcast. Share it with a friend. If you have a friend who likes games, send them this. They won't understand. Just no context provided. Just send them a link and, like, be super ominous about it. And I'm sure that, that they will like it as well. Um, if you want to get in contact with us, as I said, we'll link the Discord and all the socials down below uh, in the description or the podcast episode bio thing, whatever it's called. Insert clever thing here. Um, all right. I think that's, that'll do it for us. It was a long one because we had the Game Awards, but um, I think Keep we... Keep an eye out for the giveaway. Yes. Ooh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Carl. Uh, you're amazing. Thank you. Uh, yes, the giveaway. We will be posting that. It will also be linked in the description as well. Thank you, Carl, for reminding me. Uh, so, yes, we'll also tweet it all out and everything. So, incentive to follow our podcast Twitter because there you go. It, that's where it will be posted. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you in the next one.
1: Merry Christmas. Thanks. Bye.
0: See you, folks.
2: Christmas boys.
0: <laughs> Wait, how does that go, cup?
2: Enjoying me and my slut bang lifestyle while it lasts.
1: I doubt. Oh no, you got t- you got buddy Carl doing his uh, doing his twerking.
2: Did you get it? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to turn the light back on. We want to see that. Uh, those cheeks clap, man.
2: It's because it's uh, blurred in the back here. You can't see that. Oh, there's, there's no
0: definition. Yeah. Because I thought that GTA chick like. Twerking on the car was living in my mind rent free. Fucking Kyle twerking in his Christmas Grinch outfit, a little Grinch outfit, yeah. With his little slap bangs going, yeah. Like,
1: you know. But you've got you've got it recorded as well now, Brandon, so you can watch that. I back I have haven't
0: want. hit stop yet because I figured you guys will be the most loosest right after these things, say the most like loose, yeah, rant, rancid shit. Nah, I'm too tired for that shit now. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, Mark's just gonna tell us. Something. There you go. His, his uh, voice will yeah, be even see. deeper we'll be by kidding. then. It'll be like, we'll be boy, up. boy.
2: Barry Manilow, <laughs> leave the snakes alone. I, I, I think I you mean Barry White.
0: Ba- Barry Manilow is the guy who sings Mandy. Like, it's like, you gave it away, oh, Mandy, when you came and you yeah. gave without taking. Definitely
2: <laughs> <laughs> mean Barry White then.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the snake episode from The Simpsons. Yeah. Leave
0: the snakes yeah. alone. Yeah, Barry White.
2: Madeline, yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah that guy
0: who's but, barry manilow barry manilow is the guy who was in the closet for like 50 years and finally married his manager oh that, he's definitely <laughs> he looks it's nothing like, like barry
1: opposite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay i'm going to bed i'm going to bed